Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. It's a spotlight on heart health in recognition of American Heart Month, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. And now, here's John Williams. (laughs) Yeah, it's my turn. And it's Dr. Aiko Guoas' turn as well. He is the director of the Infiltrative and Inflammatory Cardiomyopathy Program at the Bloom Cardiovascular Institute at Northwestern Medicine. Doctor, thanks for joining us today. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me, and happy Heart Month. Yeah, same to you. I'm not exactly sure all those things I just said about your specialty, but I know it's about heart disease. How common is heart disease? Well, heart disease is very common. And, you know, I was listening to your segment earlier, and we all know people who have high blood pressure. I think people are very familiar with conditions like atrial fibrillation and the term heart failure. So it's very common, and it's the leading cause of death of both men and women um, in the United States, and accounting for about 700,000 deaths and about 20% of all deaths in this country. Uh, you know, we say heart disease. That sounds like a generic term. I mean, I presume there are different kinds of heart disease. What should we be most aware of? What's most common, would you say? Well, you know, from my specialty, um, the types that I see the most common, because I'm a heart failure and transplant cardiologist, I see patients who have um, all forms of heart failure, but I also see patients who have rare cardiovascular diseases. For instance? Uh, Well, one in particular is a condition called cardiac amyloidosis, and that's a mouthful. So we're going to break it down a little bit. So this is a condition where you have abnormal proteins that are circulating and causing dysfunction within the organs or the um, within the body itself. And in my space, it's particular the heart. So when these proteins infiltrate the heart muscle, they can cause the heart muscle to become thick, also become stiff and not work as well. And it also makes the heart prone to abnormal rhythms such as atrial fibrillation and put people at risk for sudden cardiac death. Mm. So this is the reason why it's important to get things like this out and specifically conditions that are termed rare because they're actually more common than we think and hidden in plain sight. What's, what are some of the symptoms of heart disease in general or the disease you just mentioned? So combining um, amyloid and heart failure, so patients may experience um, similar symptoms. They may have shortness of breath or um, difficulty breathing. Their energy level may be low. Um, now, you know, these aren't symptoms that are exclusive to amyloidosis, but if we want to focus a little bit more on this rare condition, there are symptoms that you may not associate with the heart, whether you may have had a history of biceps tendon rupture, or you may have low back pain, and specifically the term would be spinal stenosis. Um, so another thing that should be uh, mentioned is this concept of bilateral carpal tunnel syndrome. Carpal tunnel is very common. About 400 to 600,000 um, surgeries for carpal tunnel occur every year. But the concept of it being bilateral. So it's important that we identify these patients early because if um, the bilateral carpal tunnel tends to predate cardiac involvement or heart involvement by about 5 to 10 years. So early identification, really? treatment leads to better outcomes. Wait a minute. Carpal tunnel syndrome. I think I know what that is. What is carpal tunnel syndrome? So carpal tunnel syndrome is where you have narrowing of, um, there's a canal within your wrists, yeah. and this is where your nerves um, traverse. So when you have these narrowing, it can lead to nerve pain or um, weakness within the hands. Sure. I think a lot of people think they have 
some measure of that with everybody on keyboards and whatnot these days. And I think you've just alarmed some of us now. There's, <laughs> but, but, but specifically, where that is the case, that may actually be related to heart disease, you're saying? It can be. And I don't want everyone to learn because carpal tunnel syndrome is very common, but the concept of it being bilateral, meaning both hands being um, involved. So that makes you think that this is a systemic cause. So amyloidosis is one of the potential systemic causes. Interesting. Any other symptoms you'd like us to just generally be aware of? Because I think shortness of breath and fatigue describes about 40% of my audience. So, <laughs> so I think, you know, we, we'd like to maybe know more. Any other symptoms you want to alert us to? So, uh, as we mentioned, the shortness of breath, the fatigue, but if you also have lower extremity swelling, the term that we use is edema, um, perhaps you have swelling within the belly area, or you become very full after you eat um, a meal, not even a full meal, after a couple bites, and that's the term we call early satiety. So, these things should trigger you, not trigger you, but just at least start the conversation with your doctor. Yeah. Uh, boy, these are all really interesting symptoms and signs. I'm glad that you've been able to join us today. I don't know that I would immediately call you, though. Would I start with my general practitioner, my internist, whoever the doctor is I normally see? Yes, I would start with your primary care physician, have the discussion. Um, and, it, you know, it just makes sense that we have regular follow-ups with our physicians. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Dr. Ike, it's nice to talk to you today. You know, you're the first in a series of conversations we're going to have. This maybe is rather general. We'll talk to some of your colleagues down the road today, but thanks for giving us some of your time. Well, thank you for having me. And again, happy Heart Month. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, on all of our minds today, especially now. Dr. Ike Okwasoa, who is the director of the Infiltrative and Inflammatory Cardiomyopathy Program at the Bloom Cardiovascular Institute.